This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to Green Talk, a podcast series from GreenLivingIdeas.com. Green Talk helps listeners in their efforts to lead more eco-friendly lifestyles through interviews with top vendors, authors, and experts from around the world. We discuss the critical issues facing the global environment today, as well as the technologies, products, and practices that you can employ to go greener in every area of your life. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening in today to Green Talk Radio from GreenLivingIdeas.com. This is Green Living Ideas Editor-in-Chief, Sean Daly, and today I am happy to have with me John Burns, who is the Marketing Director for Trex Company. John, how are you doing today? Good, good. Thanks for having me, Sean. Our pleasure. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we should just start off by, for people that are, I'm very familiar with Trex from my background uh, with the Builder Community site, which is a sister site of Green Living Ideas that's focused on the Builder audience, uh, and also as a uh, person who is not, not too... Uh, long ago, having done a remodel, major remodel of the house, and having replaced every bit of railing and <laughs> and fencing, and so uh, certainly Trex uh, is a name very familiar to me. But maybe you can just give an overview of the company for for our people that uh, in the audience who don't know. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There there are still uh, you know certainly the majority of the decks being built out there are still made of wood. So there's a lot of people that we do want to continue to reach out to, but. Trex Company is a, a manufacturer of decking and railing and fence products now um, made from recycled and reclaimed plastic and wood products. And uh, we've been around for about 15 years or so, and we have installations that uh, run the gamut from many tens of thousands of backyard um, deck installations to public places in the Florida Everglades and along uh, the New Jersey seashore and all the way up into uh, Fairbanks, Alaska. So we, we run the gamut of all kinds of installation types and environments in which we're, we're living. Mm-hmm. On New Jersey seashore, that's my old stomping grounds, yeah, near and okay. dear to my heart. And that, that weather beats the heck out of <laughs> beats the heck out of anything natural wood, too. That's, that's for sure. Um, well, so just, I'm just curious... Um, about you know the you mentioned reclaimed and recycled materials. So now are Trex products all 100% made from those materials? Well, we have one one specialty line, uh, a white railing line that uh, has limited recycled content. But outside of that, um, the the other 95% of our products are um, about uh, between 90 and 95% recycled or reclaimed content. So on the and they're they're about fifty percent plastic and fifty percent wood and and we get our plastics from uh, a number of different sources the The largest component on the post consumer side would be grocery bags and uh, dry cleaner bags and that kind of a, huh. a film plastic as opposed to the hard plastics like milk jugs and so forth i see i see so we we are out uh, buying from grocery chains and distribution centers uh, just millions and millions of pounds of that material uh, as well as misprinted plastics and and so forth. And then on the wood side, uh, most of our wood comes from milling operations, uh, flooring manufacturing or furniture manufacturing, uh, the sawdust and chips and whatnot that result from that. 
and then a little bit also comes from ground-up pallets that have been uh, too banged up to, to serve their intended use anymore, and people grind those up. So, so all this material um, would uh, likely find an alternative home in the landfill, and, and luckily we get to salvage it and turn it into these great decking and railing and fencing products. Very cool. Well, now, one of the things that's always impressed me about uh, Trex's products and I think just the evolution of this particular segment of the building industry is how far it's come. And, and what I mean is I'll go back to, you know, a number of years back when I was looking into my own products. And I, I think I probably am much like much of our audience who they probably are fond of wood. You know, I think we all, you know, wood has that look and feel that you just, you know, that's what you want. And if you're somebody that's into sort of a natural, uh, having a natural space and a natural home that you're going to want to use a lot of wood. The problem is, you know, a lot of woods aren't necessarily sustainably grown uh, and harvested, and uh, there's, a, there's a lot of issues, and there's maintenance and so forth. But w- what's blown me away, and I was just at the IBIS show in, in back in, uh, I think it was in February, in Orlando, which is the big builder show. Mm-hmm. They call it the big show. And uh, I was looking at the flooring you guys had and just how far it had come. I mean, it always looked very, very real, but I was really, I have to say, I was blown away at how far it's come, even in, I think, about four years, to the point of it, it's difficult to tell now the difference between a real wood floor and one that's not, uh, you know, I'm sorry, you know, decking and, and railings and things like that and whatever mm-hmm. it is. I was really amazed at how far it's come. So, I mean, it's gotten to the point now where I think there used to be still a visible difference, and I'm seeing that line really getting blurred now. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a great compliment uh, because the, you know, that's something that we've strived for uh, at Trex, and, and frankly, the whole industry has uh, strived to raise the game, so to speak, um, on the aesthetic side as well as the performance side of our products. And you, know, you mentioned the, some of the issues with uh, traditional wood decks, the, the maintenance and the splinters, um, cracking and warping. Um, those, for the most part, go away with uh, a product like Trex. There's, there's still some maintenance that needs to be done in terms of a yearly cleaning, a good scrubbing with a common deck wash. But a much, much uh, easier proposition in terms of care and long-lasting beauty that you get with uh, with a Trex deck. And, um, and in particular, you know, one of the one of the newest things that uh, that's out there in the composite decking market are are products that are trying to replicate the uh, tropical hardwood look. So Ipe and Kumaru and these various types of tropical woods that. You're correct. You mentioned it's hard to know whether they're sustainably harvested or not. But you know, if you buy a, a product like Trex Brasilia, you don't have to even worry about that. It's got the great look of a of a tropical hardwood, but it is in fact 95% recycled. Right, a wood, a wood that you probably are not going to be able to find or be able to afford if you could find it. Right. Um, you know, and and so this is a tale to the to the uh, unwary uh, consumer. <laughs> this, my own story is that we, we unfortunately made the decision to go with redwood because we kind of got pushed in that direction. And mm-hmm. but it was you know it's a me a couple thing. I thought well you know I really like it. And at the time we made this decision, well I I, I completely and at the risk of sounding sycophantic here, I really this is a personal story and I want to warn anybody who's out there who's thinking that way of what a mistake it is to not evaluate these types of products because we have had this is the story since we did the installation of the redwood decks we have had decking come up we've had nails basically pop out we've had wood you know warp we've had to have the the decks in just about three and a half years refinished three or four times Mm. uh, completely refinished which costs thousands of dollars each time 
the color has changed about 15 different times between all the refinishing. And this is normal wear and tear. Uh, you know, so, uh, you know, the, from a maintenance standpoint and from every other standpoint, you know, and in terms of, you know, really being, you know, uh, environmentally friendly, not a good decision. So if I, could, right. if I could go back and do it again, I would definitely make that decision. So I want to just tell, share that story with our listeners. If you're, if you're considering this, you, you really can get, you know, equivalent, if not even better, again, as with like the exotic hardwoods and things. You can get looks that you really just can't reach with a conventional wood because you're going to end up with one of the more standard types of wood. And, um, you know, if you're looking to, to, you know, to go green, it's certainly the direction to go. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's just my own personal story. So uh, m- moving along, I wanted to just <laughs> wanted to uh, talk, ask you a little bit about how you're educating your audience uh, about sort of, you know, the things that you've been talking about here and what the issues are um, in, in this, these types of products, uh, how, how you guys getting the word out. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's funny you ask that because I, I have to admit that we actually have not been doing a lot of education around the uh, the green nature of our product, which you know goes back to the very beginning of of our history. What what we intended to do when we started the company was provide a great alternative to wood that would eliminate the splinters and dramatically lower the maintenance and whatnot. So we so we spend almost all of our time talking about. The the benefits of tracks in in that regard, long-lasting beauty and no warping and so forth. And historically, what we've done on the green side of it is we've kind of thrown that in as an afterthought of, and and by the way, you can feel good about it because we're a recycled product. So we haven't been as as, uh, out front and center on that side of the story as uh, we will be in the future. And we're we're certainly excited to see this groundswell that's happening right now, a very much renewed interest in green products and renewable energy and so forth. Um, so we're we're going to take the opportunity to to do some more talking about our green nature, and and it'll it'll take the form of a special place on our website, and we're both building a, a mobile tour unit, which will have a little feature about recycling on it, and. Um, we're in the process of putting together a, a green brochure that we'll make available uh, to all of our trade partners as well as to consumers, obviously. So um, while we haven't talked a lot about it in the future, we've got some things in the works to uh, elevate the story. Well, the good news there is, and it's kind of ironic in a way, because you you sort of always have been doing that, and there's a lot of companies that are tacking it on right now or changing their product lines or their compositions or their internal processes. And, you know, the, the good news is that you guys are there, so it won't look like you're not going to be running the risk of saying, oh, oh yeah, we're putting up our green shingle now. Right. Uh, you know, it's just sort of leveraging, I think, what, what you've already been doing. So that's a, that's a good position to be in, but um, kind of kind of interesting to hear that. That. Yeah, and actually, the you know the the very root of our company um, actually was was founded in recycling because the um, not many people know this story, but um, the way the way the Trex product and actually it was used to be called uh, something else, but the way it, it got its start was um, there was a very brilliant guy who was buying um, old bread packages, and he wanted the bread inside there. Uh, to, to recycle into a feed product and ended up with these thousands and thousands of plastic bags without a home. And he started noodling in his inventive way with um, mixing it in with different products and making parking bumpers and things like that. And eventually it transformed itself into 
what we now see today as our Trex decking and railing and fence product line. Well, no kidding. What year was that? That was about uh, 16 years ago, um, 16 or 17 years ago that uh, that, that was done. <laughs> That's amazing. I don't even know how people come up with things like that, like a parking bumper. <laughs> right. Let's take this plastic bag from Wonder Bread and turn it into a, you know, a decking. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's amazing. That's thinking outside the box for sure. Absolutely. Oh, that's, a, that's an interesting story. Um, so I guess, uh, I mean, I don't know. I know that this is an industry probably you're, you're, you're probably providing more choices in different types of wood looks and, and things like that, but do you have anything that you can share with our audience of things that are, that are up and coming in the future? Sure. Yeah, we, we actually do have a, a couple of new products that we're just launching this season. The, um, the first one that comes to mind is, is in our decking line. We... We have now a fourth decking line that we're calling Trex Contours, which has a bit more of a, a bold grain look to it. Um, we have a, a product already called Trex Accents that has more of a subtle grain, something along the lines of a, a cedar-type grain, but then this um, this new Trex Contours is more bold, um, similar to, let's say, a, a, a pine, a southern yellow pine look. Um, and that's coming out in a couple of new colors, and we're just, in fact, uh, beginning shipping that out to our distribution is that partners. To, is that to match sort of current design trends and, and what you're seeing in the market? Maybe. Yes, we, um, we did some research, and, um, and while we, we were you know, quite pleased in, in the, with our Trex Accents line and we sell quite a bit of it, um, we did a little consumer research and found a group that was pretty sizable that likes something a little bit more bold. So... Um, so we felt like you know, we weren't quite satisfying that, that group of people. And whether it's a changing, changing taste or just a new, a new taste that we hadn't identified in the past is, is hard to say. But, um, but now a new group of people that we can um, supply with a, a Trex product. And, and the other thing that's um, nice about this newest line is it's actually at our lowest price point. So people that might not have been quite sure they want to make that jump from traditional wood up to an alternative product now have a, a lower price point that can kind of ease them into it. Mm-hmm. So on the on the decking side, that's the new news. And then on the, on the railing side, we have a new railing post sleeve that's going to make our railing systems even easier to put together than in the past and a, and a little bit less expensive because we can save some material in there. And and then lastly, on the on the new front, I mentioned that we make a, a fencing line. And while the line isn't brand new, we've actually had it for about a year. We're now expanding to more territory with it as we've built some capacity. And uh, so we've so it'll be new to some people as we you know expand the distribution footprint and more people can get their hands on it. Right. Okay. Well, good. Well, thanks for that. I'm, I'm curious, uh, well, and, you know, this is one of the things that, uh, for people that are trying to go green or are, you know, and it's a, it's sort of an ongoing process of getting greener for, for a lot of people, you know, they're, they're watching the movies and reading the blogs that are out there and, uh, you know, reading books and such, um, you know, that are, that are, you know, disturbing us and also helping to solve these problems that, that are facing the planet. Uh, I think there's, there's sort of two levels to working with companies and for, for consumers that want to go out and work with these companies that have green products, 
part of the question is also what those companies are doing internally uh, to sort of walk the walk and reduce their own, for example, carbon emissions and things mm-hmm. like that. Can you talk at all uh, about what Trex is doing internally in its processes and running the company that, that might be uh, along the, the lines of, of green and you know, carbon reduction? Mm-hmm. Sure. The, um, well, it... it um it would stand to reason probably that uh, because our, our core products are all about recycling, that uh, you know that mentality kind of permeates through the employees here. So, so we do a lot of the things that um, you might imagine in terms of uh, recycling programs here at the office, with of course all of our paper products and whatnot. But then um, all of us uh, as employees bring in um, our bags and uh, recycled plastics and so forth that. Um, go right over to the manufacturing plants. And, and at the plants, we do all that we can to use recycled content packaging for our products and reuse any cooling water um, so that we don't uh, consume too much of that. All of the, uh, the forklifts that we use, to the extent possible, we make sure that those are um, you know low-emission types of vehicles. So we're doing a lot in that regard, but I think the more most interesting thing that we're doing as a company is probably um, the the millions of dollars that we're investing in our equipment to improve the ability to use plastics that were maybe too contaminated for us to use a couple of years ago. We've spent um, many millions of dollars on special washing lines to enable us to take in agricultural films that are dirty and have plants mixed in with them and so forth. And and a lot of plastics that we get from um, grocery stores will have paper receipts and stickers and things in them, which cause contaminants in our board. So we're investing again in products that can separate that paper out. And um, so what our goal is to, while, while we are out trying to promote more recycling, we're also um, spending money internally to be able to use more of that so-called dirty material um, that a few years ago even we couldn't use. Mm-hmm. So we've uh, that's that's one of our high priorities right now. And and then on top of that, we have outreach efforts to the local communities with the, trying to get the school kids on on board with recycling programs and and get their parents involved with programs like our Bags to Benches program. So it's it's really a lot of fun. That's, um, that's great. All the things we have going on in the recycling area. And so that's, you know, so you must be, are you partnering with some of the larger, for example, supermarket chains that are in the country and such to um, for the reclamation of the, the bags? Yes, absolutely. We, um, we have very active programs with, with chains around the country where we, uh, from the you know from start to finish, we provide the necessary tools in you know in the form of recycling bins out on the curbside of the uh, grocery store where consumers will pitch their bags in to the uh, specialty bailing equipment that's back at the distribution center where all those bags will go and get get compressed into a into a bale that we may ship from. Um, you know, Maine down to Virginia or Florida down to Mississippi or up to Mississippi rather. Um, we're we're really scouring the the, uh, the country, so to speak, for uh, post-consumer plastics. 
Right. Well, like again, it's a win-win, right? Mm-hmm. It's good for Absolutely. it's good for everybody. Well, good. Well, I, I, I guess we'll leave on this note. I'd like you to I give you an opportunity. If there's one thing that you could pick that you could share to, with our, our consumer audience about, uh, you know, what makes Trex special or, or sets you apart from your competitors in the market, what would that be? Well, it's you know, it's hard to hard to pick. Certainly, uh, one thing um, to point out, but um, but I guess I'd, I'll I'll talk about. Trex as a company, uh, less so about our products. You know, we, we feel great about the products, but also feel great about the the purchase experience that we can deliver to a, a consumer. And that, you know, certainly the product is part of it, but the network of contractors that we have to uh, link consumers up with when they want to get a deck built uh, professionally to the uh, pre and post support lines, our 1-800-BY-TREX line that people can call into whether they simply want literature or they want technical answers, um, whether they're do-it-yourselfer or hiring out. You know, part of just having great products isn't enough. You know, you have to have a great purchase process for a consumer, and, and really I think that's uh, just one of the ways that Trex sets itself apart. Great. Well, John, really appreciate you uh, being on the show with us today. It's been uh, very informative, and uh, I-, I learned a-, a few new things myself about Trex. I thought I knew a lot. So, <laughs> so I appreciate you having us, Sean. Yeah, you bet. And we would love to have you back sometime, too. Yeah, definitely. Great. Well, I just want to remind everybody that you can find out more about Trex and their products online at www.trex.com. And thanks. This is Sean Daly signing off. Thanks as always to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.